0: Hey everyone, happy Easter. Welcome to our Easter service. Um, Hope you are doing well. This is a weird way for us to spend Easter, isn't it? I don't think the church has uh, spent Easter like this for a very long time, uh, separated, probably never like this together online. Um, This is normally the highlight of the church calendar where we celebrate Resurrection Day, Resurrection Sunday but we are carrying on being church together online. We're worshipping separately, but we are joined together by our union in the same spirit. Church life still continues. We're still having our weekly Wednesday morning prayer meetings via Zoom. I really encourage you to, to join in those, if you can, great times of being together online, praying together, God speaking to us, um, so I could encourage you to do that. We're going to have another evening prayer meeting in a week or so's Time Church. I'd encourage us to gather together, even put connect groups to one side just for for when we do those evening prayer meetings so we can all gather together as the body of Christ to call out to God together. Now is the time God is calling the church to rise up in prayer together, but also As individuals separately as we are in these times of isolation can I encourage you to be praying and spending time with God as Adam's been talking about uh, prayer in the last few weeks going through the Lord's Prayer just encourage you to go through that I've been praying through that myself in the last few days also try to keep up to date uh, with what's going on online with us with our online presence Uh, we're sharing encouragements on social media uh, there's stuff on our YouTube channel. Also, next week, excitedly, guess what? I'm talking about Alpha. Alpha is starting online again next Wednesday. Please keep sharing uh, all the Alpha promotion we're putting online. And you can invite friends. We're going to be doing this, again, via Zoom. Um, people will need to email either at alpha.hopechurch7oaks.org or ian.hopechurch7oaks.org. Um, you can contact me and then I will be able to send over the Zoom link. Please invite your friends to that. What a great opportunity to spend uh, time now online with people. Now there, now is the time for us to rise up and invite people. We're not going anywhere in the evenings. Nobody can go out, so let's do this. Let's invite people. It doesn't matter where your friends are either. We're not restricted by location because people can uh, be anywhere. I've got friends uh, in all over the world, actually in America, Ireland, inviting friends to, to come to Alpha. So why don't you invite your friends? Uh, also, I just encourage you to keep giving as well. Uh, we're still in a time where God wants us to give um, so you can find out how to give to the church if you go to our website, Hope Church Seven Oaks, um, and you get find to the page giving, so it's at the page where it's forward slash give. So, just encourage you to do that church life is still continuing but we are living in strange times and we might think or others looking in at the church or christianity uh, might think why or what is there to celebrate at the moment and i don't wish to make light of anything that is happening at the moment there are people dying every day there are people That are losing their income there is a change of life and situation that is going on but there is still reason to celebrate today because today is resurrection day we celebrate that the man Jesus this historical figure who was crucified who died who was buried in a tomb but he rose again there is reason to celebrate today Despite any circumstance, it means that there is hope in this life and the next. It means that if Jesus rose from the dead, he has defeated death and we no longer need to fear it. I'd like to look at a couple of events uh, over what happened uh, over the few days of Jesus' death and his resurrection. And why it's the case that it's still relevant to us thousands of years later so you'll need to get your bibles you can pause me if you like I, I won't be offended that's all right um or you can even go and get your bibles and make a cup of tea and come back i won't be offended but get your bibles and i want firstly to look at matthew 27 from verse 50 to 52 i'll give you a moment if you're doing this live matthew 27 verse 50 to 52 it says this and jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit and behold the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom And the earth shook and the rocks were split and the tombs were also opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. We see here that even the natural world around Jesus is reacting to the painful death of this God-man on the cross. This death will not have gone unnoticed. Everyone knew something significant was happening. The sky even turned dark. First of all, the curtain was torn in two. This curtain separated the holy place from the most holy place, from where only priests could enter to where only the high priest could enter once a year to atone for the sins of the nation. So this tearing of the curtain... From top to bottom, signifying God coming down to earth, not man going up, signifies the barrier between God and man was removed. Now all people are free to approach God because of Christ's sacrifice for our sins. It says in Hebrews 10, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened up for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. In other words, the tearing of the curtain that separated the sinful people from the holy presence of God signifies what happened when the flesh of Jesus was torn. The tearing of Jesus' flesh secured the reconciliation between God and his sinful people. That is what the tearing of the curtain signified. Second, the earth shook and the rocks split. What happened on the cross has to do with the one who holds the earth in his hands who can shake it who can split boulders between his fingers the earth was shaken rocks split by a sovereign earth controller human deaths don't shake the earth and split rocks only God does that it feels like at the moment that everything around us in this world this pandemic is literally shaking, it's shaken the whole world. Everything we thought we could trust in, everything we could depend on is being shaken. We thought we could be fairly healthy and we'd be okay. We thought we could be financially secure. We could depend on all these different things but everything has changed. Everything has been shaken. The ground on what we stand on is shaking. What if there was something that couldn't be shaken, that even in this time, when when it feels like the world's been turned upside down, there was somewhere, somewhere we could stand and find security. But the death of Jesus means that the things we regard as firm and sure and unshakable, the very earth and the great rocks, mean that even these are not stable. They're not the final reality. They are fragile and temporary. But this is what Hebrews says about the things that are shaken. And that the day is coming when we will live in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hebrews again. Hebrews chapter 12 this time. From verse 26. says, His voice shook the earth, but he has promised. Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Yet once more... It indicates the removal of things that are shaken. That is things that have been made in order that things that cannot be shaken. Therefore, it goes on, let us be grateful receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Even in the midst of the madness of what is going on, I believe that knowing Jesus and putting your trust in him and his death and resurrection and having a relationship with him means you can have hope and peace beyond this and that there is better to come. The second event I want to look at, on the third day women appear at the tomb and they go in to find the stone rolled away and that jesus isn't there you imagine how surprising how scary how terrifying this must have been they were going to prepare the body but on the first day of the week it says in luke 24 verses 1 to 6 on the first day of the week at early dawn They went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. As they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek? the living amongst the dead. He is not here but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee. This is central to the Christian faith that the tomb is empty and Jesus is alive. This is what God had planned all along. That he would come, that he would die, that he would conquer death and sin and rise again to new life. This is so key then and it's so key now. It shows us that there is hope beyond this life. My prayer for this time is that now that so many things are getting shaken and stripped away that People really will search for this living God. There's an important line here in these verses. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but He has risen, He's alive. What we're celebrating today is not a memorial service. Jesus is not amongst the dead. He's alive and he reigns in the hearts of Christians. What might you be looking for? Grasping to in this life that is actually dead. With all that's going on at the moment, I believe that the one and only thing you can trust in, the one and only thing you can depend on is faith in Christ. He had to die and rise again because sin, man's desire to go its own way, to turn its back on God. Everyone, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's why he had to die. And nobody, nobody can earn their way back to God. We are all separated from the presence of God by what the Bible calls sin. We are alienated from God. And apart from God, we are destined to spiritual and virtual death in hell. And up until this moment, death, death had power over us. Until Jesus stepped in. Death was the wage that sin deserved. And we all fell under it. But as Jesus died. It was impossible for him to be held by death. He literally broke the power of death. Or the holds of death. Sin and death. Is like this. It's over all mankind. It has a hold over us. It's like this. It's like you have committed a crime. And the penalty for that crime is a two-year prison sentence. Until you've served that sentence, it has a hold over you. Until the penalty has been paid. But, when you go into prison, you serve the sentence. At the end of that two-year sentence, You are released and the prison cannot hold you any longer because the penalty has been paid. They can't keep you any longer. And when Jesus rose from the dead, it was God's way of saying he has paid the penalty. He has paid the debt. Therefore, death cannot keep you. Your physical and spiritual death has been dealt with. Jesus has dealt with the power of death. Now death which used to be our executioner is now just a gardener because death plants us into something which will eventually make us better for we will be like him for when we die and leave this earth we get to be with God we get to be in heaven in his kingdom in his presence forever. The resurrection defeated death. It's hold over us now. And the fear of it in the end when we face it. if it, it, it isn't the end. It isn't the end. And you don't have to do anything to receive it. It's a free gift of grace. We don't deserve it. We cannot earn it. But he freely gives it. He freely gives life to those who put their trust in him. So, what are you putting your trust in? Where are you looking for life where there is death? What has been shaken and split apart in your life right now? Are you feeling shaken right now? Then only, only by coming to him will you find peace. Only by coming to Jesus will you have hope. Only by believing in the one who died and set you free from the hold of death can you have any understanding of life right now. Did God send this pandemic? No. Has he turned away or is he completely powerless? No. Is he in the midst of it all? Yes. He's wanting to walk beside you, to help you in the suffering, to whisper in your ear that one day there will be no more pain and no more suffering and he will wipe away every tear from every eye. Outside of this, there is no hope. Outside of this, this is completely meaningless. But in Christ Jesus, the one who died, the one who rose again, you can find hope and life and truth and meaning. The reason you were created. When Jesus was hanging on the cross at Calvary and people were looking up at him, they must have thought, what good could come of this? This is terrible. This is evil. But what they did not and could not see is that he was in the valley and he was about to ascend to the mountain to die. Yes, but to gloriously rise again so that we can all know life and life in all its fullness, the life of fullness that you were created for. Life that won't lead to death, to a world that cannot be shaken. So if you're feeling shaken right now, you can come to him. If you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, and you'd like to know what it is to know God, to no longer fear death, then you can come to him right now. I'm going to pray. And wherever you are, you can just pray this prayer just quietly in your own heart or out loud. It's up to you. But you can just say these words after me. And it's a giving over of our life to, to Jesus to say, I'm putting my trust in you. It's just three simple words. Sorry. Thank you, please. So let's pray. Lord. I am sorry that I have turned my back on you and for the things that I have done. Thank you that you died for me on that cross, taking my sin on the cross. Please now come into my life by the help of your Holy Spirit and help me follow you, help me understand all that you want me to do in this life and all that you are calling me to. Help me make sense of this life and all that's going on right now. In Jesus' name. if you prayed that prayer, you can call yourself a Christian. You can pray to Jesus and ask him to come and help you. And that drink brings us to the end of our service. Can I just encourage you, if you are a Christian as well, you're feeling shaken right now, come to him. Come to him. He is offering you a world that cannot be shaken. Come to him in prayer on a daily basis. Now's the time to seek him. He's calling his people to be on their knees before him, crying out for your life and for the nation. If you've been watching for the first time or you've never been to church, or if you prayed that prayer, I would love to hear from you. So well, you can email me at ian at hopechurch7oaks.org. I'd love to hear from you. Or uh, find out information on our Facebook and um, Twitter pages and Instagram. Go to our YouTube channel for more uh, updates and stuff as well. And don't forget, if you're watching this morning, live from 10 when it started, you can join in the After Church catch-up on Zoom at 11.15. I would love to see you there. Thank you for watching. I just pray that you have a great uh, Easter weekend. um, And I long to be with you all and we'll see you again soon.